Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. All right, everybody, we are back, and it's Friday. This is going to be number 22 in Hachzik, and we're starting on page number 91. Now he's going to talk about what kind of hishtadlut um, a person has to have by a cause and effect system that is Hashem's cause and effect system, meaning your hishtadlut is the cog in the wheel sometimes, like we explained, that Hashem has a will for something to happen. In order for that to happen, like the example he gave, sometimes you need to attach the whole pulley system of the water to a animal, an animal, to go and hit the animal to go. And if any of those things break inside that cause and effect system, you're not getting water out. Similarly, your hishtadlut may be a part, your effort may be a part, it may be the animal, it may be the bucket of water, it may be the whole pulley system for you to do in order that the will of Hashem that He wanted to give you should come about. So let's see. So when we go to look at what is necessary for a person to have to strive and exert himself to get his objectives done, so we find clearly, it's for somebody who needs to make money. Nourishment. That even when suitable readable food is put in front of you, if you don't at least exert yourself to pick it up and eat it by putting it into your mouth and chewing it, then your hunger is not going to be satiated, meaning that even if it's sitting there right in front of you, but if you don't do the process that's demanded of every human being to pick it up and put it in your mouth, it's not going to go anywhere. Somebody who's thirsty, he needs water so badly. And definitely if you have to really put an effort um, that if you don't have the food... You have to actually prepare it. You have to go and turn the kernels into into flour, into bread. By grinding it and kneading it and baking it and all the like. And it's even more difficult if you don't have it in front of you. You actually have to go out and buy the raw items first to prepare it. And if you don't have the money for it, then where exactly are you buying all this? So therefore you have cause and effect. More than what we just mentioned before, she is that whether by hiring yourself out to finally make money, in order that you can sell items and everything else to go and to make money. So the cause and effect, sometimes and sometimes more and sometimes less, in order to obtain the objective of being nourished and surviving, there are steps of causes that bring about the effect of a person's nourishment, and there are cogs in Hashem's system of supplying man with his needs. Hashem requires man to take these steps himself, but ultimately they're just a means of bringing about the fulfillment of the decree that each man preordained income was. Meaning, again, let's get this clear. Hashem, remember we said there's two things. Once Hashem created the world, there's two things. Hashem's rotten. Hashem's rotten is you should make $100,000 this year. Can you make more than that? No. Will you make less than that? Hashem will give it to you. $100,000. That's what Hashem decided. Hashem decided, like we had the Plinko board, up over here, Hashem decided you're making $100,000. That's your $100,000. So here's Hashem. He sends the Shefa, and it comes down to you. But how is that going to happen? So Hashem hid himself inside different places of cause and effect. This is Hashem's Ratzin. What is the cause and effect that has to happen? Well, theoretically, the $100,000 can just be put right in front of you, but then you have to pick it up and put it into your bank account. But does that happen? No. We know it doesn't rain money. So how does that happen? Well, in order for me to have food, I need to go to the store. How do you go to the store? Well, I need to go to the store with a car. You need a car. I need money to buy something. So I need a job in order to get the car, in order to get that money. I need to have 
health in order to, all these different things are causes and effects that keep on going about to get to the ruts that Hashem always had for you. It's not that your Hishtad Lut caused it. The cause was Hashem said it's going to happen. Your Hishtad Lut was a necessary cog in the wheel to make what is already a preconceived notion and a predetermined decision by Shemayim for it to come out. It's there already. You just have to decide how to go there. If I give you tickets to go to a beautiful hotel that's out in Vail, Colorado, right? It's just, just a gorgeous place. Is the hotel there? It is. Will you enjoy that hotel? Well, it depends. You have to pay for the Uber to go to the airport. You have to get onto the plane. You have to do all these processes in order to get there. But if you don't go, does it mean the hotel's not there? No, the hotel's there. You just decided to not put in the effort to go about and get it. It's already there. The preconceived notion of the Abish is already lying there. The fifth principle is explained to us that you're a cog inside that effect, but it's Hashem's Ratzin. Now, what difference does it make? Well, it depends. Now that you know it's already there, how much of a cause and effect are you expected to have to put into the process? Baha'ila. The reason Hashem made it necessary for man to go and seek out and engage in all these different things in order to make his livelihood, meaning Hashem could have just made that $100,000 fall right in front of you like the man. And all the other things that you need for your needs. It's for two reasons. The first. The first reason is that since Hashem decided that a nishama has to be tested, will it serve Hashem or will it rebel against Hashem? 54 on the bottom. Chol Vavot states a primary reason why man's soul is sent down to the world uh, from the world of souls and placed into the body is so that it can be elevated by passing the tests of whether it will serve Hashem or rebel against them. Will you serve Hashem within all these tests, within all these processes? Will it be something that you go and bring yourself about to? Hashem decided He's going to make a test and He's going to demonstrate this. What is the test? It involves what the things are that you believe you need or you're lacking outside of you. So the soul needs things that it doesn't naturally possess, and it cannot generate on its own for its body. For food, for nurturing, clothing, to have relations, all these different things. It has to obtain these things from outside itself. The soul and the body cannot just make these things from nothing. So Hashem said, you got to go find them. Go find them and bring them in ways that are available to you. In very specific ways and in very specific times. Like the Torah said, meaning specific times, not on Shabbos. Specific ways, not through stealing. And Hashem decided that you're going to get those things. And you'll be able to attain and get all these things that Hashem wants to provide for you. And whatever Hashem decided that you're not going to get, you're not going to get. Uh, for all the different reasons that Hashem decides to hold them back from you. So in this way, a person's service and his violations become very clear by way of him deciding to 
go or to not go in these things. Afterwards, you're going to get punishment or you're going to get reward. Even if you didn't completely fulfill the act, but if Hashem sees that you went through the process of having to have that test, so then the opportunity of the test alone will be something that Hashem will come through to give you this livelihood. Meaning, how is a person meant to really go about and look at this? So let's give a look at 57 here on the bottom. Cholavavot explains in chapter 4 that there are three steps in every action a person undertakes to fulfilling or violating Hashem's will. One, choosing between right and wrong. Two, resolving to act based on that choice. Three, carrying out the act. Cholavavot then notes that only the first two steps are up to the person. Because Hashem has given him the ability to choose freely between good and evil. So you can choose and you can resolve. But the third step is not in your hands. Since a human being can't accomplish anything unless Hashem decides that you can. According to the Vavot states here that a person is tested based on his resolve, his choice. I.e. based on his choosing a certain path and resolving to take it. And he receives reward or punishment based on those steps. Even if Hashem does not enable him to actually carry out his intent. Thus, if a person decides to seek his livelihood in a certain way, but Hashem doesn't want it to come to him in that manner... Something's going to go wrong with the undertaking and his efforts are going to fail. But he'll be rewarded or punished based on whether his choice and whatever he did to implement that choice are consistent with Hashem's will or not. You're being challenged. What choices do you make? Do you follow along with the Torah and those choices to be able to make that livelihood, to be able to go about life inside this world? Do you follow along what Hashem said? And in the end of it, it's not up to you. It's not up to that action whether or not it's going to come through that way. You may put in, I choose to have an honest job and I choose to go down that path and it comes out to nothing. A failed attempt, a failed business. But then all of a sudden, you get an inheritance from someplace else or all of a sudden money comes by way of returns from the government. I, I don't know. Because again, Hashem's rotten is you're going to get that $100,000. The cause and effect is, I'm going to test you to see your resolve. Why? Why are you testing me? Because I wanted you to build an Olam Haba. Because the reason why I put you in this world is like the Darach Hashem tells us. I want to give you the greatest good. I want to give you eternity with me. But you have to earn that eternity. How? Through these tests. Yeah, but I need to live. I'm giving you the $100,000 either way. Whether or not it happens, that's up to Hashem. Whether or not you choose or make that resolve, that's the test that's up to you. And that's why you have to work towards it. Have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily share, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.